It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Welcome to 2024. As always, in the month of January, I do a 31-day series entitled 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. In the month of January 2024, we'll be doing that, and today is day one. This year, I'm going to open with some of the key speeches from the Department of Justice in 2023 and how those speeches really portend what DOJ enforcement will look like and equally importantly, what you as a compliance professional will need to do to respond to these new DOJ initiatives. While there were, of course, multiple FCPA enforcement actions from 2023, I really think these speeches from the Department of Justice portend uh, where the DOJ is going with enforcement and give us greater insight to what their expectations were going to be. So we're going to uh, start this month by looking at these key speeches and other initiatives from the Department of Justice, and then we'll move into how you can respond for your compliance program. I know you'll enjoy this month of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, and I know you'll find it informative. Day two, the 2023 ECCP Incentives, Consequences, and Clawbacks. The 2023 Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Program had significant changes regarding compliance-based incentives, both financial and non-financial, consequence managements, messaging apps, and ancillary matters. Today, we're going to take up incentives and consequences. Under incentives, this section began with a new introduction, which makes clear the seriousness in which the DOJ views incentives, both financial and other types. The ECCP states, the design and implementation of compensation schemes play an important role in fostering a culture of compliance. Prosecutors may consider whether a company has incentivized compliance by designing compensation systems that defer or escrow certain compensation tied to conduct consistent with company values and policies. Some companies have also enforced contract provisions that permit companies to recoup previously awarded compensation if their recipient of such compensation is found to have engaged in or otherwise be responsible for corporate wrongdoing. Finally, prosecutors may consider whether provisions for recoupment or reduction of compensation due to compliance violations or misconduct are maintained and enforced in accordance with company policy and applicable laws. Compensation structures that are clearly and effectively impose financial penalties for misconduct can deter risky behavior and foster a culture of compliance. The 2023 ECCP also added a section on financial incentives, which directs prosecutors to specifically evaluate how company designs and applies financial incentives. The four questions basically break down into the following continuum. Number one, assessment. Number two, analysis. Number three, implementation. And number four, monitoring. Further, this means the following. Number one, incentive compliance assessment. Here you need to review your corporate incentive program for all employees, most particularly the discretionary bonus program, but also your non-financial incentives such as promotion. Number two, incentive program analysis. 
Here you need to see what perverse incentives may exist in your organization. Number three, incentive program implementation. After implementation of the incentive program, it must be monitored. And number four, incentive program monitoring. Here, there needs to be an ongoing monitoring of the incentive program, including has the company ensured effective management of the incentive program. Consequence management. The DOJ has been talking about clawbacks for some time. However, the revised language of the 2023 ECCP puts more rigor around what the DOJ is now mandating. The DOJ has, DOJ has made clear that companies need to seek to recover amounts paid out to executives which were illegally received as corporate compensation. This could include both salary and stock options or similar payments or discretionary bonuses. All of this means every compliance program needs to analyze each of these components as set out. It will also require a review of executive contracts to determine if there are clawback provisions set out in each employment contract. If there are no such provisions, they will need to be inserted. Finally, what specific examples of actions taken does a company have to show the DOJ should they come knocking? B, consequence management. The DOJ has also mandated that compliance programs take a deeper dive into their entire financial incentive program, both incentives and disincentives. While there is some overlap between the clawback language and the consequence management language, there is quite a bit new in these areas. The DOJ ties hotlines and speaks uh, speak up reports directly to a company's culture of compliance. The DOJ goes on to ask about substantiation rates, closure rates, consistent and fair application of discipline and rewards when called for, and root cause analysis, which are not simply technical aspects of compliance programs, but are con- concrete steps that companies m- can implement to engender trust with employees that their concerns will be taken seriously and acted upon when they are raised. Once again, as with clawbacks, these levels of analysis that many compliance programs have not yet taken or but, but are now required to do so. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, the 2023 ECCP brought significant changes to both financial incentives and negative consequences as well. Number two, the financial incentive analysis is the following. A, assessment, B, analysis, C, implementation, and D, monitoring. That certainly sounds like something every compliance professional needs to be aware of and indeed is aware of. And number three, clawbacks and consequence management are related but separate parts of a best practices compliance program. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day three where we look at the 2023 evaluation of corporate compliance programs and messaging apps, internal controls, and adequate compensation. For listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.